0: What's going on everybody? I know we're a little late, but that's because we wanted to wait until March Madness first full weekend was done and March Madness did it to themselves by having the final uh, day of, of opening weekend games on a Monday, but we're back. It's Underground Sports Philadelphia episode number 315 KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me via the voice line from March Madness Central in Bloomington, Indiana. The one and only H.K. Harrison Cremins.
1: What's going on? March Madness has been an interesting time out here, but our women's team is killing it so far. What a win today.
0: It has been a wild March Madness, to say the least. We'll give you guys the Underground Madness update uh, as we record this on Monday night. But before we get started show would not be possible without our awesome and amazing local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro, Foot, Security 21, Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, and Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC. And, of course, guys, our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Harrison, it's pretty wild. You know, we're like full swing of things a year post beginning of pandemic. and uh, Oh, my God. Tomahawk Shades, they did the damn thing and partnered up with us during the pandemic. Uh, This coming Friday will be one year since we've been partnered with Tomahawk Shades, and they're the best in the business. You guys know we're rocking our Blue Light Plus glasses every time we're podcasting, editing, recording, watching March Madness, binging our favorite TV shows and movies, watching the Sixers somehow pull off ass-backwards wins, And, of course, watching the Flyers lose, as they have been doing uh, for the past month. But you got to protect your eyes when you're doing it. And just covering up your eyes when the Flyers are playing against the Islanders isn't going to do it. So you got to put on those Blue Light Plus glasses, the sunglasses, everything they've got at Tomahawk Shades. Check them out. And when you go to check out, use our promo code USP to get 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. A quality product for an affordable price. That's promo code USP. At TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off at TomahawkShades.com. And like we said, guys, it's tournament season. So this tournament season, take care of your hair and holes with the best tools for the job. We're talking about our sponsors, Manscaped, the global leaders in men's grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset. Unlike some of these big high-seated teams with Manscaped. The performance package, of course, to keep all your hair and holes tamed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, including Harrison and myself. So join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today with 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using code USP for our exclusive offer. Guys, your bracket's not supposed to be perfect. When we get to our Underground Madness update, nobody's bracket is perfect. But with the Manscaped... My, My bracket's... Terrible, horrendous, but with the Manscaped Performance Package, you can be confident that your nose, ear, and ball pubes are indeed perfect. The Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, and it's the number one overall seat this season. Included in the package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. It provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Look guys, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff, so why not use the best tools for the job? This amazing bundle also includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. Guys, it checks every box for a Final Four run. And let's not forget about their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine and keep you fresh and ready for anything. Get the performance package now to receive two free gifts, the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. Talk about comfort guys. These boxers, hands down favorite pair of boxers I own. I got like three of them because they're so comfortable. I need them. I need them for every day of the week. They're that great. And uh, another favorite of mine, Harrison when you're in a hurry, don't necessarily have enough time to shower, but you just took a nap and you got to like freshen up the crop mop wipes. They're cool and refreshing ball butt and body wipes for peak male hygiene and extra care where it matters most. When you guys are sitting down watching March Madness and you're sweating out, you know, your bracket getting busted, you need those crop mops to wipe yourself down. Manscaped has also partnered With a non-Sixers goat, but the goat Alex Caruso and the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Guys, get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at Manscaped.com. Thank you to Manscaped for making our holes look sexy during the dance. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use code USP. When things get hairy, make sure to call on Manscaped in clutch time. And Harrison, what goes best with that that spread you've got set out, getting ready for the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 you need a nice drink in your hand. That's our friends at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka.
1: Yes, sir. It's no, nothing better.
0: Fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania, headquartered in old Kensington, Philadelphia. Head, headquarters is closed right now due to COVID, but I think by next March Madness, we'll be hanging out there a lot because they've got a full bar, restaurants, and they offer distillery tours weekly. It's seven times distilled, certified gluten-free blended with electrolytes, making it the first vodka on the market with a mineral composition on the same spectrum found in that sports drink that starts with a G, and it's the first actively hydrating vodka on the market, and it's won awards for best package in the world. So go get your number one seed vodka for March Madness and go to statesidevodka.com, purchase your vodka, and on the one-liter bottles, use our promo code USP, and you'll get 10% off your one-liter bottles of vodka at statesidevodka.com. Must be 21 or older to order, and of course, please drink responsibly. Harrison, I think it's it's always a nice thing to kick things off with the Philadelphia 76ers. Obviously, yes. we've been without Joel Embiid for quite some time now, uh, which has been painful to see our MVP just sidelined and not able to play. Uh, we had Wednesday's game go down after the show, and it was a – we kind of touched on it. was a frustrating loss more than a bad loss when they lost to the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Got some time off, didn't play again until Saturday, and the Sixers came out and absolutely dominated the Kings 129-105. to
1: Yeah, I mean, even without unbeaten, they, the next man-up attitude of this team is just incredible. Doc Rivers has them working at 150%. Uh, the guys just want to go out there and win, and it's clear in their gameplay. It's it's great to see after all those years of the process.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was a game that Tobias Harris balled out. Danny Green had 18 points. Shake Milton balled out 28 points. Tony Bradley had a great game, 14 points in 24 minutes.
1: Tony, Tony Bradley's been balling since He's been a,
0: a godsend, to say the least, in Embiid's absence. Um Absolutely. I, that that Kings game was something that they needed, you know. After a tough loss in overtime to the Bucks, Giannis tries to get all cute sitting on the court and everything.
1: Uh, he's gonna he's gonna pay for that. Oh, he is absolutely gonna pay for that in the playoffs. Oh, I yeah. want to see Embiid sat down in the middle of the Milwaukee uh, <laughs> court the second we eliminate them, if we even get them. They might go out first round while we're rolling our way to the finals. You well, know? Dwight said he wanted to Knock stone. Wood.
0: Dwight said he wanted to stone cold sucker him, but he already had one technical foul. So, uh,
1: <laughs> hey, we've got another we got another game against for this season. Right? Yes, we
0: do. I believe so. D- Dwight, Dwight, two your time more. Is then
1: two more in Milwaukee. Dwight, do it in front of the Milwaukee crowd, <laughs> please.
0: And then. You know, after a game on Saturday that brought so much like promise, and I was like, all right, we're getting back on track. I don't know what it is, Harrison, but these last two games against the Knicks, everybody's been like rejoicing, and it's like, all right, cool, we won. These wins have pissed me off more than some losses this year. The Sixers have beaten the Knicks the last two games by a combined four points.
1: Yep. I mean, I was really mainly hyped for the first one because I was with uh, one of my fraternity brothers and we were watching him. He's a Knicks fan, so like the the looks on his face were and it was priceless.
0: Tobias going off. Like it was, yeah. it
1: was a good win. But the, the, uh, come on now, Last overtime
0: and a one and the way that things went down. Also, Julius Randall, piss off.
1: Yeah, he complained. That the refs gave him the game when again they should have had a backcourt violation before that three pointer to tie it up. Julius like, Randle
0: had a clear and or obvious not to tie it up in overtime. Off. Julius Randle pushed off to get his game tying shot and it was just yeah. so gross.
1: Like, come on. I, I know we got some calls, but you also got the calls. Like come on now. Yeah. And it was a
0: game that like should not have gone to overtime to begin with. Um it's one of those it was just it was so frustrating to i mean just even yeah, like doc. have to worry about that game was annoying in and of itself and then the way that things transpired it was just i was so annoyed
1: doc put it best again He's, he he was zen because of visiting his new grandson or grandson i think grandchild what uh from austin but if, if he wasn't in such a good mood that day, he would have been ripping them to shreds. And deservedly so. Like, that overtime was some ugly-ass basketball.
0: Yeah, it Just, was gross. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And, it like, yes, it's nice they won. The Sixers now have a one-game lead over the Nets in the Eastern Conference, which...
1: We should continue to build upon.
0: Yes, like, keep building upon that lead in the East especially when you have this West Coast road trip now of a juggernaut that did get a little bit easier because LeBron James is injured.
1: Yeah, especially if we didn't have Embiid going into that game, I would be a bit worried about it. But I think a Lakers team without LeBron is a team that even a Sixers team without Joel can beat.
0: A Lakers team without LeBron is literally just like the Anthony Davis-era New Orleans Pelicans. And AD's Pelicans. not going to have a great
1: year. They're the He's Pelicans. been playing that well.
0: And isn't AD injured still, if I'm not mistaken, oh, or did he come back?
1: Uh, let me check here.
0: Because even if AD plays, like it's just like AD-era New Orleans Pelicans that you're playing against.
1: Exactly. And, I mean, we kind of dominated them. So I mean, like Uh, I'm
0: not necessarily worried about that game.
1: AD's still out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, you're not even the Lakers are their Lakers fans are gonna be like, oh, we didn't have our best two players. Blah blah blah. Go worry about the. I mean, they got they got a
1: they got Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, that's a a good player. Yeah, you got good players otherwise. Him and Dennis
0: Schroder, like.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, Dennis Schroder, but you can't complain. They complain a lot. Them and Celtics fans. Well, it's because
0: Lakers fans are also Cowboys fans, so like it makes sense,
1: and and Yankees fans. So like you know, it's the big three right there. Uh, I'm sure they root for like the Penguins in hockey too.
0: The two games I'm worried about on this road trip more than anything are the Warriors game because Steph's been playing at an you know close to an MVP level this year.
1: Steph's back. He's just back. The
0: Warriors are a team that I think the Sixers should be able to handle and beat even without Joel Embiid. I'm more worried about... I mean, we should,
1: just based on how we're playing, how Ben Simmons has been playing, how Toby's been playing. The team effort is clearly there.
0: I'm more worried about the second half of the trip against the Clippers and the Nuggets.
1: The Clippers worry me solely because of Kawhi. I I see him in my nightmares still. I've said that a lot, but it's still true. I
0: saw him in the game against the Knicks because somehow the Knicks acquired Toronto's magnetic rims. Hey, hey you. Yeah, you listening to this podcast right now. You're listening to an Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast. You should probably know that we have an entire catalog of podcasts on this network. So what I want you to do right now, once you finish this episode, after you finish subscribing, leaving a five-star review down in the Apple Podcast section, I want you to search Underground Sports Philadelphia and go check out our catalog of podcasts, especially our flagship TV and movie podcast for streaming services called Streamer Season. We have breakdowns of amazing shows coming out weekly. You should definitely check it out. That's Streamer SZN. Search it on your favorite podcast app and give us a follow on social media. You won't regret it. Check out all the awesome podcasts on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network and thank me later. Now, back to the show.
1: It's fine. Once we get Kyle Lowry, the magnetic, the magnetic rims will come uh, with him.
0: It's unbelievable. Hopefully. Like, I tweeted the spun, the famous, like, Squidward looking out the window meme, and I was like, this is me looking at every other team in the NBA getting to play with normal rims. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm sick and tired of these ridiculous bounces every team gets against the Sixers. But I'm more worried about this Clippers game and the Nuggets game, like you said, because I am why, too. Like, if we had Embiid, I'd be like, all right, this Clippers game is going to be fun. Like, this could be a finals preview. Um. The Nuggets game, I'm just – shout out to the Denver Nuggets. They follow me on Twitter. Um, very cool social team. Very awesome people. The Nuggets is a team – I can't stand their fans.
1: I am I think it's just because of the Joel-Jokic uh, rivalry. It's not even rivalry. It's just like they're the, clearly the two best big men in the NBA, and – we're obviously going to come into contact or conflict about that.
0: It's like the the Denver air gets into their brains sometimes, and like yeah. clouds their their thought processes. And like, is Jokic well, good?
1: Uh, Absolutely. At least Denver air is better than Utah air. I don't know what they got going on out there.
0: Utah's on a different plane.
1: Um, it. it <laughs> uh, I can't make that joke. Plans.
0: Uh. But I'm more worried about those because I don't know how Tony Bradley and Dwight are going to match up against Jokic.
1: I think just because we'll be switching them off frequently, giving them good rests, uh, that Here's the thing, Jokic too,
0: Do you put Ben Simmons on Jokic in that situation
1: and kind of, like, play... I think you kind of pos- have to.
0: You almost play that positionless? Who will
1: guard... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Murray. Who's going to guard Murray if put shake if Ben's on him? guarding... Or Matisse? Oh, you could you could run a combo, Matisse and Ben, uh, against their big two. Yeah. I uh, mean that's that that's work. a
0: spot where Matisse's defense comes into play and you can take yep. Ben off of the point guard.
1: That's another person who's just been balling the hell out recently. Matisse's defense has just gotten so much better as time's gone on.
0: Can we talk about that too? I know we've talked about a couple for the past couple episodes, but like Matt and I were strict, like, Matisse-Thibel defenders in the James Harden saga. And now, like, everybody's back on the Matisse train. Like, Matisse-Thibel during the 2020-2021 season is the clearest example of just pump the brakes. Like, Sixers fans and, like, just fans in general, like, of any team, when there's any discussion of a trade, sure, would I have traded Matisse-Thibel if it meant we got James Harden? Absolutely but
1: it's it, paying off now
0: the way that people were like talking about Matisse Thibault was like, he was just like a nobody and just like a throw it like homies going to play valuable minutes in my opinion, not only down the stretch in the regular season, but like he's mm-hmm. going to be a weapon in the playoffs.
1: You need a clamp defender like him and Ben that, that like, combo move there in the playoffs is going to be so clutch, especially against a team like the Nets, who I'm assuming we're going to see in the conference finals because the Nets cannot defend. And if we can shut down their offense with the two best defenders in the NBA, we win that series in four games.
0: Easy.
1: Easy Easy money. Except knock on wood because I never want to jinx that. Like, yeah, the and sports I mean, guys are cruel.
0: The the biggest thing too is like as we're recording this on Monday and we'll have another episode of the pod Wednesday night, we're we're days away from the trade deadline and trade deadline rumors are continuing yeah. to swirl around the Sixers, whether it's Kyle Lowry, I saw Derek Bodner tweet about, you know, not not a rumor, but like it would be nice if like the Sixers acquired like a Norman Powell from the Raptors.
1: That would be huge. Uh, I, I really want Kyle Lowry to come home, though. There's I think he be a the, great fit.
0: The rumor that Lowry wants to go to Miami because of his friendship with Jimmy Butler just stab me with a spork. Because um, if, if Jimmy Butler,
1: died. yeah, if Jimmy yeah. Butler pulls another huge name away from the Sixers, like I will be die- dead. And it's, it's not even that I'm mad died. at
0: Jimmy Butler; it's I'm mad at the Sixers front office pre Daryl yeah. Morey for letting jimmy butler walk for josh richardson
1: we really had like the worst front office for such a long time
0: <laughs> it was ridiculous um i just don't know if lowry i don't even know if lowry gets traded to be honest
1: i don't it's it's up in the air you know it's like he, he could but the raptors kind of need him so i unless they get like a really good offer i I, I want to see him traded, but my like my brain is saying he's not going anywhere. It's like the
0: Raptors I mean they're
1: losing to Houston right now, 112 to 97.
0: It's like do the Raptors need him though? Because they're right now they're the eleventh seed in the East. They're seventeen and twenty-five. They're going nowhere. Like they had that nice little stretch where they were a playoff team uh this season and like had that winning streak that they went on. But like we all know what the Raptors are. They're kind of in a, a retooling phase. Of their franchise to build around Fred Van Vliet. The thing with Kyle Lowry, and I've been on this train now for, for like, probably two weeks, if not more. Like, initially, I was all aboard. Like, bring him home. Let's do the damn thing. You guys know if you've been listening to the show for as long uh, as we've been doing it. I'm a huge Villanova basketball fan. We're in the Sweet 16. Let's fucking go. Um, Damn. Pain. (laughs) Like... I would love Kyle Lowry to to be a Sixer. Apparently, he liked a picture on Instagram that said, like, Sixer for life or something.
1: So yeah, like it was the AI was, in front of the his uh, jersey retirement when he said uh, Sixer for life. So,
0: like, everybody's freaking out about that. I just... The thing that just deters me from getting Kyle Lowry, and I know it sounds stupid, because we're a championship contending team. Let's, let's put that there. Like, the Sixers are one of the top, like, four or five teams that will be fighting for a championship this summer. Or, like, spring. Lowry's contract, man, for a rental of $30 million that you're going to have to match, and to not waste the the assets that you traded for him, you're going to have to try to re-sign him, which means you're going to have to use, like, his bird rights which makes it like a two-year, like $40, $42 million contract for a 35-year-old player. As much as I love Kyle Lowry, it's like thinking for the now and the later, it just doesn't make all that much sense to me unless this team knows that, like, Kyle Lowry's the missing piece, we need him to win a championship, then sure. But is Kyle Lowry that piece? And we've talked about this a ton, and I know it gets old, but, like, it's trade deadline. We're going to talk about all these pieces. Do you think Kyle Lowry's, like, the missing piece to this puzzle? Because I, I truly don't think he is.
1: It depends on what we have to give up to get him, honestly. you're going to have
0: to give up a shit ton just to match salary, and I don't think they're trading yeah. Danny Green, guys.
1: I don't... As as the way he's been playing recently, I don't think we should trade Danny Green. He has been clutch for us Darryl recently. Daryl Morey
0: loves Danny Green. Like, he has openly yeah. been on Twitter retweeting positive things about Danny Green. And I, Danny's not I going I anywhere.
1: Honestly, I love the Green family. Like, his younger brother, Devonte played for IU mm-hmm. when I was a freshman here, so... I'm always on board with Danny and Green's things. And Danny staying, Green's like know, the yeah.
0: biggest like salary match you'd have for Kyle Lowry. I just don't see it happening. Like, I wish the Magic didn't sign Terrence Ross to the extension they did because I would love Terrence Ross on this team. Um, I just don't know if I know I. I'm at the point where I don't know if the Sixers even make a trade come trade deadline day.
1: We were talking about this last week, and yeah, I, I like kind I'm of still agree there with you. Like, I, as much as I want to bring Kyle Lowry home again, I, uh, like, why would we switch this team up?
0: Yeah, I mean, I and there's not many other, like, not a lot of other teams that, like, you could go and make a deal with. Like, the Magic and the Pistons are the two teams in the East that are most certainly out of it. Maybe the Wizards. But I, I know I saw a report that, like, Davis Bertans is being made available in a trade.
1: No, no, his contract sucks. His I contract would love to see him sucks. here, but his contract—I was going to say that
0: his contract sucks.
1: It's like like the memes you. would be great, but come on now.
0: Like, what is his contract? Because because I saw that and like so many people talking about it, I'm just like, didn't he just sign like a massive deal? Yeah, he's got yeah like a five-year, eighty million dollar contract. There's no way the Sixers are trading for that. Sorry.
1: No, absolutely not. Absolutely not.
0: And I know there's rumors that the Celtics are like trying to trade for Aaron Gordon. Which go right ahead. Like I'll laugh at Celtic. I will personally call Pat Pitts, FaceTime, record it of me just cackling in his face, like the dude from the the viral meme that gets in the car laughing.
1: Yeah, I, he's a great dunk contest player, but he he hasn't shown that. Did he you can see take the report? What? The Celtics no. are
0: willing to match the offer from whatever other team was trying to trade for him. Two first rounders for Aaron Gordon. Jeez okay. I will la I will personally send
1: Okay, that's a i will
0: send personalized laughing voicemails to Celtics fans if that happens.
1: Please. Like <laughs> please do with, that with do that.
0: Respectfully. Please send two first round picks to the Magic for Aaron
1: Gordon. Aaron Gordon. And, you know, it, maybe we get Zach Levine just because of the, uh, the dunk contest raffle right there.
0: I mean, it's only right that, like, Zach Levine must come to the Sixers. No, Nobody given up in trade to just have a, an old school dunk contest in the East between Blake Griffin, yeah. Aaron Gordon, and Zach Levine.
1: It, and, like. Oh, and Dwight Howard. I think he's the missing piece. I think. Uh, Zach Levine is the missing piece for yeah. the Sixers. If we have a missing piece, Dude, which I,
0: if, if Zach I don't Levine, think we do, but if Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon <laughs> ended up in the East, like in the top of the East, you'd have like four of the best dunkers of the last ten years on competing. Yeah. To you have Dwight, Blake Griffin, <laughs> Zach Levine, and Aaron Gordon,
1: <laughs> and we got two of the four. So what, what? Well, we would have two of the four. So what would that say about the Sixers?
0: Ipso facto, we win the
1: championship. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, uh,
1: you know, Zach, if you want to win a title, you know you know where to hit us up.
0: Also, do you find it weird that the Hawks are like shopping players and they're fourth in the East?
1: Yeah, I feel like they've got a good team for now that could build towards a title in the future. Like, they're at the start of their playoff hunt, you know?
0: It's also one of those weird things with the Eastern Conference right now, especially, it's like, you have the Sixers, Nets, and Bucks that are, like, in their own echelon. But then everybody else is, Kinda like, sucks. the best is the Hawks, and they're two games over five hundred. Yeah. And they're the four it, seed. Everybody else is horrendous. So it's like yeah. you have the three teams that are at the top, and then do any of these teams in the East that might be out – I mean, obviously the Hornets are about to fall off because LaMelo Ball's
1: injury – Um <laughs> Nah, I feel so bad for the Hornets. I can't lie.
0: You know, it's... Do any of these teams in the East want to make a trade with the Sixers knowing that they're trying to win a championship? You have that factor in there. Yeah. I mean, it's silly to think about, but it is something to think about. Like, do any of these teams want to give the Sixers the edge to go over the top and validate the process?
1: I... I, (sighs) I mean I don't know, man. I I just don't know.
0: It's it's gonna be a weird next couple of days because not only do yeah. we have like prepping for the next round of March Madness, like we've got NBA trade deadline is right around the corner and it's going to be absolute uh, madness.
1: And the regular season of the MLB is coming up too, like that's right right around the corner. Yes as well. Plus, you know, hopefully the conclusion of this horrible flyer season.
0: Yeah. And speaking of March Madness... I'm taking a dive. (laughs) Let's let's give our Underground Madness tournament update. You guys came out in droves joining the group. So thank you to everybody that's participating in Underground Madness this year. Harrison, after the first weekend, (laughs) we had a lot of eliminations. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So in our Underground Madness group, we have one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen brackets lose their champion.
1: I'm still in it. I'm, that's I'm all still I'm alive.
0: Saying. I'm still alive. Um, right now leading the way is a uh, big time listener of the show. Big time. Uh, supporter of the show Mr. Zach Roman is in first place as of right now doesn't have the max total of points um, but he did have a big uh, round of 64 230 points has 180 right now has Gonzaga as his champion um, but the most remaining available points looks to be 1630 which ain't too yeah. shabby for the way that this tournament's gone.
1: Yeah. Uh, so many insane upsets. And I kind of want the team that I picked to win it all to go out soon just for, like, the sole reason. Oh, of if that IU. happens, then <laughs> hey, everybody's look, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, please lose. I, I don't care anymore. Please leave us as the last undefeated champions. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> – I understand how Cowboys fans feel now. I've I've never been born to see an IU title, but I'm still, you know, touting that.
0: You're also like a Miami Dolphins 1972 fan.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just call me a, a 16-year-old Arsenal fan who's never seen the team win anything. He said, call
0: me Don Shula. Uh, I,
1: I hate Arsenal so much. Goddamn.
0: We had big games today. Also have more coming up later this week. Uh but this weekend, big upsets across the board, like we said. Sister Jean strikes again. Illinois knocks we should have known, like looking yeah, at when the brackets back. Well, not even that. Looking at how the brackets matched up, we should have known Loyola was gonna win their first round matchup, and knowing that they were gonna play on a Sunday, there's no way they were losing on a Sunday.
1: Yep. Yeah. I saw a tweet that was like, Sister Jean could pray for world peace, but instead she's praying for uh, basketball wins, and I respect the hell out of
0: that. <laughs> um, we had a, a fun game between Texas Tech and Arkansas. Arkansas pulls out the two-point win. Uh, I don't know about you, Harrison, but I am sick and tired and just cannot stand that Syracuse team.
1: Yeah. I yeah hate them. <laughs> And I know I if know. any
0: of our crossover listeners from OTB are listening, we have a lot of Syracuse alum and friends. I'm sorry, I hate your basketball team,
1: <laughs> dude. I, I I don't know. I just my 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 big thing right now is I'm just looking at the fired co- or the uh, teams that are done, so I can scout their coaches. <laughs> like,
0: also fun game home close to home team Rutgers put up a hell of a fight against Houston
1: Rutgers earned my respect this tournament I I've been you know the standard uh Big Tens fan uh we we don't usually accept Rutgers but they did damn damn well this series uh really damn well
0: yeah I was nervous because Houston's my my winner of my bracket I was sweating that entire game uh, But I wasn't sweating My Villanova Wildcats Doing the damn thing They're in the Sweet 16 They got very lucky That they ended up Playing a 13 seed Uh, Shout out North Texas For taking down They played Purdue right?
1: Yes Big shout out North Texas Yes
0: Shout out North Texas For taking this, down Purdue I,
1: this, this is gonna be the, Like one of the few times Wait where is North Texas It doesn't It's not in Dallas Is it? I uh, because... don't
0: believe so
1: all right, let's see here.
0: They also have a great mascot name. They're the North
1: Texas yes, and Mean Green. Their jerseys look nice as hell, too. They, let's see uh... Denton, Texas. Okay, yeah. North Texas University, I love you guys. For the, <laughs> or University of North Texas, my bad. My bad. The Mean Green. Uh, I love you guys. You are the best. Thank you for knocking Purdue the hell out of the tournament because – it is fuck Purdue every day until the day I die,
0: and then uh I hate them. they help Villanova get to the sweet sixteen, so big ups to them, yeah. uh looking ahead to some of the i mean the other big story is uh oral Roberts baby 15 oral Roberts. Seat.
1: I don't know if you saw the meme. Knocked off Ohio State, legends in my book already.
0: They knocked off Ohio State and Florida, which only Alabama does, so essentially Oral Roberts is the Alabama of NCAA basketball. Um, they, they literally
1: want Bama right now, as Bama <laughs> has also moved on. They want Bama. Uh,
0: I don't know if you saw the meme, because the front of Oral Roberts' jerseys is just O-R-U. And oh, are you it was, it said the Gators is a like Gator says, we're going to the sweet 16. Or oh, are you? Oh, are you? <laughs> um,
1: so what, good, was, what was your it's... biggest
0: takeaway from opening weekend?
1: Uh, That nothing is sacred and everything deserves to burn.
0: <laughs> the, that's going to be the tagline of underground madness for the end of days. Our Underground <laughs> Madness tournament's back where nothing is sacred and everything deserves to burn.
1: <laughs> yeah, this, been, this is what March Madness should brought be. Brought to you by Let's Icy Real. Hot. Yes, exactly. Icy Hot, if oh you want to
0: advertise, let us know. Shaq, we're big fans. Uh, hey,
1: Shaq, come on Underground Sports Philadelphia fact, Challenge. Shaq, if you want to
0: invest in Underground Sports, like, let us know. Um, yeah. I think the biggest takeaway every seed but a 16 seed won a game.
1: Oh my god, that's imagine imagine if we got all every single seed winning a game.
0: Imagine if it was Drexel.
1: <laughs> I would have been down for that. that would've I would have absolutely high. been down for that.
0: Uh but yeah, 2 through 15 or 1 through 15 all won games this past weekend, which is pretty impressive. Uh, also, Oral Roberts first fifteen seed since Florida Gulf Coast to move on to the Sweet Sixteen. Second team ever. FGCU. Uh, uh
1: I think that they they're looking like they could make a push. They're they're good in the clutch at the end of the games.
0: Yeah, and as we're so recording if they, if, this now, Kansas is going home. Uh, USC. Wait, really? USC has. Well, there's still three and a half minutes left in the game, but USC. No, that game's over. USC is, is up thirty points right now, seventy-nine to forty-nine. Uh, I mean, US, USC's always been a basketball school. What can I say?
1: <laughs> yeah, Reggie Bush, who, uh, Matt Barkley, Mark Sanchez, who are Matt Mark, Sanchez. <laughs> um, Mark Sanchez, man, the absolute goat.
0: Yeah, Illinois, the only one seed that's out. Baylor moved on. Michigan moved on. Gonzaga moved on. Um, it's been a fun tournament. Like This has been absolutely chaotic. Like you said, everything deserves to burn. We've got a 15 seed, a 12 seed, an 8 seed, an 11 seed. Two 11 seeds, I should say. Um, moving on to the Sweet 16, which is bananas. Amazing. It's absolutely bonkers. So we have a, a 3 versus 15, a 2 versus 11, a 2 versus 11, a 1v4, uh, what's looking to be a 6 versus 7, and then a 1v5, and a 1v5, and an 8v12.
1: Hell yes. G- give me the madness that is in March.
0: It's like, you want to talk about madness? We got you. Um, yes, sir. So big ups to everybody that's been participating in Underground Madness. Uh, shout out Zach Roman in the lead right now. Um, and like we said, winner ends up getting that locker room tee of the winning team and, uh, potentially some more. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you guys follow at underground PHI on Twitter and at bet underground on Twitter, uh, to stay up to date with all the tournament stuff we got going on. Let's move on to the Phillies, Harrison. They look good. I'm excited. I'm excited. They look good. You guys know I'm a big baseball head. And the Phillies look good tonight, and I have a take that we'll get into as well. But the Phillies beat the the Yankees in spring training for nothing. Aaron Nola, nine strikeouts, six innings, just absolutely dazzled. And he's your opening day starter. Officially announced, yeah. I believe, four straight years now that he's been the opening day starter. Um, Is this a shock, though? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. He is just, he's my baby. I will forever love Aaron Nola. I was at his MLP debut. Uh, he's, the, he's the epitome of what I love about baseball. And he just, he just puts his head down, gets strikeouts, and he's an absolute beast on the mound. Um, Didi Gregorius just continues to mash the ball, and I can't tell you guys how happy I am that he's just back. Um, but, Harrison, let me tell you something. It's been a What's long up? time since I've been able to Say this. <laughs> Philly's bullpen looks disgusting.
1: <laughs> finally. Like. I, I feel like the rock. Like, finally.
0: People have been saying it on Twitter, and I completely agree with them. And I just, yeah. I, I don't know how hitters are going to hit Jose Alvarado. Like, that trade. Yeah, got ourselves a stud. That trade, when it happened, I was concerned because. New GM, Sam Fold, obviously, making a trade with two of the most like analytically driven teams in baseball with the Dodgers and the Rays. I was like, what are we doing getting stopgapped in between these two teams, making a trade with them, getting a guy who was not good last year. And sure, it was pandemic shortened season, so kind of write it off. But like it's been a while since Jose Alvarado has been like dominant. Dude, we might have we might have fleeced the Rays.
1: I I can see him as a, as a closer for this team. Honestly, the crazy part is
0: he doesn't even have to be the closer. This is how good the Phillies bullpen is right now, dude. They have a legitimate back four of any order: Jose Alvarado, Hector Neris, Archie Bradley, Brandon Kinsler.
1: Yeah, that's Tony filthy. Watson. That is filthy.
0: They had. They have arms in this bullpen and like it gets me giddy to think about because you have you have obviously Nola Wheeler Ethlin and that's what's the announced one through three to start the season, which gets me very excited as well. I'm a big Zach Ethlin guy. Um he's
1: back to form.
0: It's it's one of those things where like say Nola only goes like six innings. I'm not that concerned now because we have a bullpen.
1: Yeah. Like, like, we don't need to rely on our starters to be Doc Holliday levels again. And
0: we're not going to have Jared Hughes running out of the bullpen. We're not going to have... Oh, God. Like, no
1: more reactions from JT
0: like that. Shout out Jared Hughes. Had a hell of a career retired this whole yeah. season. Uh, but, and made fun man, of... That, that gif is just Made like fun useless. of himself with that gif in his retirement tweet. Um, you know, we're not going to have the the journeyman... Brandon Workman's and Heath Hembry losers of the world in our bullpen. Yeah. We have legitimate guys who throw heat, throw triple digits when they need to. And we talk about the bullpen a lot. Like Matt and I are excited about the bullpen. Still a little weary on the starting rotation, but I think Matt Moore is going to be a nice little under the radar signing. The bullpen has me all types of giddy and ready to do backflips.
1: Yep. This whole team is just looking like they're finally out of the pit of hell, pretty much.
0: Yeah, like, I am so glad that I'm double-vaxxed up and ready to smooch, because I feel very safe going to a Phillies game and taking in some boys of summer. Yeah. I'm so
1: excited. This is going to be the start of the new Roar in 20s. Yeah.
0: It is. I can't wait. I can't wait for baseball to, like, officially mean something. But, I have a take about spring training baseball. Obviously, not a lot of people give a damn about spring training baseball, but here's one way to make them give a damn about spring training baseball. Major League Baseball, if you're listening to this right here at the 42-minute mark of this podcast, give us more nighttime spring training games.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Like, think about this, Harrison. Post-pandemic, when things are, are back up and running and we're fully back to normal as much as we can be. Do you know how much of a draw it will be to go out in Florida and have a baseball game to go to during March?
1: I've I've been trying to make plans with some guys in my uh, frat to go to baseball games at, like, the Philly Stadium or, like, Camden Yard once we're all vaccinated and stuff, and that's all I want to do right now. I want to get vaccinated, I want to go to a baseball game, and I just want to have a good time.
0: Yeah, like... We need more nighttime spring training games. Give us like five on the schedule. Spring training is like two months, February and March. You can squeeze in five nighttime games. You yep. you get the T V networks involved for all the teams. You get T V revenue. You get the radio stations yep. involved. You get radio ads and radio revenue. And you have nighttime game like nighttime spring vibes. It gets you ready for the summer, it gives you that feel. You know, it was a beautiful day today in New Jersey. Give us give us those vibes of summer and give us nighttime spring training games. That's my take. Make it happen. It was awesome to just watch highlight clips of the Phillies tonight and it was nighttime and they were playing baseball. It gave me big time summer vibes. Make it a thing.
1: Yep. Just make baseball nighttime games just more prevalent in general. Like, cause... don't get
0: me wrong. I love a daytime like Saturday, four o'clock, day... yes. Sunday, one oh five. Like, the weekend
1: are the only day for uh, weekends are the only days for game day or daytime games.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have your, your occasional I think we, you have your occasional like business person special on like a Wednesday at one o five. They're fine. But like spring but, training, like get fun and creative with the start times. Don't make them all one o five.
1: Get a midnight game going. Why the hell not? We've all got time <laughs> on our hands. Like we've got plenty of time on our hands right now. I'll stay up for a midnight game. What's
0: what's wrong with a six o'clock start? for a spring training game
1: what's wrong with an 8 a.m. start for a spring training game on god dude you know
0: what's wild like a week from now i was staying up at like 3 a.m. to watch the korean baseball league
1: oh uh, my god shout out that the is dinos. a memory yo shout out nc dinos are champs except for out aaron Alter. facts he
0: can, he you can, can piss it. off um but yeah, dude, that's wild that we are like a year out from when like we were watching Korean baseball. Dude, we I'm we kidding.
1: were fiending so hard for fiending sports, for and then sports. The, K- the KBO just filled that ho- that hole perfectly. It was
0: so good, I was so tired.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it was so worth it.
0: Oh, it was great. And like their trophy is a sword, like
1: yeah, a big badass sword. Amazing. Like, come on now,
0: um. Shout out to KBO, but I'm so excited that, like, Phillies baseball is, like, almost here where it counts. It's almost here where it matters. And I can't wait to yell about this team because I know they're going to piss me off the first week of the season when they have, like, 13 games against the Mets and the Braves to start the year. Hey, I want to thank you, the listener, for checking out an Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast podcast. If you've been rocking with us for any amount of time, you know we have a whole catalog of podcasts, a number of franchises under our umbrella, and I want you to do me a favor. Once you're done listening to this episode, once you're done subscribing, leaving a five-star rating or review on the Apple Podcast feed like we know you always do, I want you to hop over and check out the Outside the Box Podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. It's our flagship pro lacrosse podcast, ton of fun stuff, amazing interviews, content. We know that lacrosse, you know, we're still in a bit of a limbo period, but hey, do us a favor, check it out, subscribe, leave a five-star review, and maybe learn about the sport of the future. And with that, let's get back to the
1: show. That is a stretch. You know, that's the opening
0: schedule, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a stretch Good God
0: Like, their opening schedule <laughs> We we touched on it a little bit um, <laughs> They go Three against the Braves Three against the Mets All at home Then they go Three against the Braves on the road Four against the Mets on the road <laughs> And then they come back home to play The Cardinals and the Giants Then they go on the road to play the Rockies and the Cardinals, and then they come back home to play the Mets to uh, end April and kick off May.
1: Yeah, but why couldn't we just start it off with interconference play or inter yeah conference, inter
0: Inter inter interleague,
1: interleague, interleague, interleague play, and just start it off with a couple games against the Orioles?
0: (laughs) I don't even know if we play the Orioles this year. Play
1: play Boston this year.
0: Oh, we no, we played Boston. Not bad
1: that we can, we could take down Boston pretty easily. They're not that great.
0: Uh, I might be I might stand corrected. No. I've seen 3 of the 5 AL East teams. 4 of the 5. Ah, we played okay. the or- play the Orioles in September.
1: Ooh, In
0: Philly, a good end
1: of season smackdown of the the Dirty Birds,
0: dude. Do you want to hear our our end of season schedule? Is not too bad for the Phils. So September twentieth to the twenty second, they play the Orioles at home, and after that, still at home, September twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth against the Pirates. <laughs> if they don't sweep both of those series, that, we riot. that should
1: that should be an easy couple of games right there.
0: That should be a seven-game sweep for the Phillies. Yep. Um, Yep. But I'm super excited for Phillies baseball. A couple Eagles free agency notes that we'll touch on. Biggest one, Deshaun Jackson going to the Rams, going back home to California. I'm happy for him. Can we just get him him
1: a ring at some point? Like, he deserves it.
0: I'm happy for him. He gets to go catch passes from Matthew Stafford. Uh, He's going to be in the slot with uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And uh, gets to play with underground athlete and the homie friend of the show, Jamil Denby. So shout out to Sean Jackson. Go ball out. Like, I, I have no ill will whatsoever uh, with Deshaun. I want him to succeed. And uh, hopefully, he gets a, a chance to play for a championship with the Rams.
1: So, what's the over under on the amount of games he plays?
0: Oh, good question. Well, I mean, he's away from the Eagles' medical staff now,
1: which is always—that's immediately a plus. So, immediately, I mean, he's probably
0: gonna play all sixteen. Uh, no, <sighs> I'll say Deshaun probably play. I'll go. I'll say he plays at least half a season.
1: Yeah, I could. I could see him playing around seven, eight, and then once they get to the playoffs, they're gonna want to rest him a bit first because he's always a threat. That's the thing I always like noticed about him, even through all those injuries. When him, whenever he was on the field, he was an automatic threat.
0: Deshaun's gonna play ten games in the regular season.
1: Yeah, that's a good bet. That's a good bet.
0: Um, I mean, I'm happy for him. Go ball out, just like I am for Jalen Mills. Go ball out. Yeah. Uh, we go we, win. We do have to deliver the the snake of the week. Which is not going to be a regular segment, but Adoree Jackson, it's a snake. Oh yeah. Old tweet got dug up of his saying like that he loves Philly from like 2012. You know, obviously Adoree Jackson, talented corner, released by the Titans. Darius Slay quote tweets it with the eye emojis. Rodney McLeod quote, retweets Darius Slay's tweet and then tweeted at Adoree saying, "You know what to do, bro." Adori has a meeting with the Giants, and then just decides I'm going to cancel my meeting with the Eagles and sign with the Giants. Glad we didn't sign him because Homie got paid so good for Adori. Got three years, thirty nine million dollars from the Giants. Don't know where they got that money from. Um,
1: but the it, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the Eli Manning helped the Giants get out of any holder in fund. The
0: Eli Manning retirement fund.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: but a Dory Jackson going to the Giants sucks. Not that I mean he's he's a good corner. He's a very good special teamer. Has two interceptions in his career. I'm I'm not terrified of a Dory Jackson being opposite of our skill position players. Giants also signed Kenny Galladay. I am probably in the minority that like I truly don't care about that signing right now. Doesn't bother me. The the biggest benefit for the Eagles in that situation is Darius Slay practiced against Kenny Galladay for years in oh, Detroit. Yeah. He, knows he knows his tendencies. That, uh... So the two times a year the Eagles play the Giants, Darius Slay That's is going to be right locked down on, on Kenny Galladay knowing his every move. Yep. I'm not yep. concerned. Yeah. Where Where are you on the Kyle Pitts talk?
1: Just draft a wide receiver for God's sake. I, so, I don't want another tight end, to be the honest. More,
0: the more I've looked at Kyle Pitts, the more I don't think he's going to be a tight end in the NFL. Oh, really? He's he's just too fast. <laughs> like, okay. I could see him being a wide receiver.
1: Interesting, then. But I still think if we, hit, we see Devontae Smith on the board, we have to take him.
0: Don't think they will, because Devontae Smith, I think a lot of people are going to be scared off by his weight. He's only 170 pounds. He said he's not doing. Drugs. He's the Heisman winner, though. Oh, well, trust me, I, I would love Devonte Smith. Here. Oh yeah, I think like, he falls in the draft.
1: Damn, C- catch him in the second round. Get a Kyle Pitts or what's his name? I'm, uh, I'm ment- Jamar Chase.
0: I'm mentally preparing for this Eagles team to draft Kyle Pitts.
1: I'm mentally preparing for this Eagles t- uh, team to draft that quarterback out of BYU.
0: See, I don't think that's happening, mostly because I think quarterbacks are going well before the Eagles pick. I think the Eagles are staying at 6, and Kyle Pitts will be here. And it's going to be so on brand because he went to Florida, and Howie Roseman's a Florida mm-hmm. guy.
1: Can we just get Howie Roseman the hell out of here? Uh,
0: I wish. Uh, people are also freaking out about Carson Wentz. He was on the Pat McAfee show. Um, great interview from Pat. Definitely recommend watching the interview um instead of pulling written quotes from articles online um watch the interview uh that was the most relaxed calm and like laid back i have ever seen carson wentz in any kind of setting since he got drafted into the nfl and it was really cool to watch the way that he interacted with pat he was cracking jokes with him like carson truly lives under a rock like like we said it all the time, but like there were things Pat brought up and he had no idea what he was talking about. Um mm. Carson had an Android all the way up until a couple years ago too. Now has an iPhone. Um but I think the biggest takeaway is like like Carson was cracking jokes. When have we ever seen Carson Wentz like cracking jokes with people? Um, you know, Pat McAfee obviously was not very keen on Carson coming to the Colts. And he he asked Carson, like, did you see any of, like, the hate and stuff of people, like, talking about you coming here? And, he was, and Carson literally said, oh, no, just from you. <laughs> like, flat out just troll jobbed him. It was like, yeah, I only saw the negative comments from you, Pat. Nobody else. Like, I had never seen Carson that chill. It was awesome. I'm rooting for him. I'm probably in... The pseudo minority Of rooting for Carson Wentz um, I mean
1: I'm kind of out in his new territory So I, I kind of just have to continue the fandom <laughs> the, the Colts are kind of my De facto AFC team at this point so
0: Yeah I mean like I want to see him Succeed and you know Good for him getting to a place where he He feels comfortable and People like talking about like I hope he gets Booed you know anytime he Steps foot within a certain radius Of Philadelphia and like this guy's soft he's a clown shut up like like life's too short to be worried about what Carson Wentz says in an interview in his new city
1: yeah um he's gone I I've accepted that and if he wants to say what he wants to say I really couldn't care at this point like he's gone
0: um just like we have banned almost any and all Eagles talk unless there's big news Harrison, I think it is officially time to decree that we are going to have a Flyers ban until they figure some shit out.
1: I don't even want to talk about these boys. They just piss me the hell off. <sighs> Oscar Lindblom is the only person on this team who shows like he gives a uh, crap right now. Even He balled out tonight. He got into a fight the other night. A man coming off of a bout with cancer that he crushed. Has is the only person to really show that he has anything living inside of him this season. Yeah,
0: like, it's pathetic. Stick up for your boy. This team's pathetic. For God's sake. They stink. They They don't know how to play hockey anymore. And I think I'm officially decreeing, as of right now, on March 22nd, 2021, until the Flyers go on a three-game win streak, they're officially banned from being talked about. On Underground Sports Philadelphia.
1: Good. I, I don't want to talk about them anymore. Don't have a weird news
0: don't. story, but we have a fun news story. B-Ball Paul is the G League MVP and Rookie of the Year.
1: Was it going to go to anybody else? The man balled the hell out.
0: Yeah, deservedly I, so for B-Ball Paul, and B-Ball Paul's gone worldwide because Shams Trania called him B-Ball Paul in his tweet.
1: Yes, sir. Because B Ball Paul is one of the best nicknames, if not the best, uh, other than the process. <laughs> and it's hilarious it that it's right like,
0: now. it's not even his official nickname. It's just his Twitter handle.
1: Well, now it's his official <laughs> nickname.
0: He made it out uh, the he, mud. And B Ball Paul, congratulations, brother. Absolutely dominant performance in the bubble and uh, potential future backup center to Joel Embiid. G
1: League Goat gonna come into the nba and absolutely dominate he's got the shot he's got the drive he's got the defense he's just an all round great player
0: love me some b-ball paul and uh we love us some followers on the the twitter machine and the instagram so make sure you guys follow us on twitter and instagram at underground phi make sure you follow harrison on twitter at harrygk83 follow matt on twitter at matt castarina and you can follow me on twitter at kbizzl311 make sure you guys Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know how you feel about this Sixers team as the trade deadline approaches, who you want to see them potentially trade for, how you feel about Deshaun Jackson going to the Rams, how you're feeling about B-Ball Paul being an MVP, and...
1: Just don't talk about the team in orange.
0: Do we need more night games for spring training? All that and more. Leave it in your podcast review. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. We know they're five stars. We will read podcast reviews on the show. So leave them. You get automatic precedent for us to read your takes on the show. And uh, you guys can also check us out other than Apple Podcasts. You can check us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And, of course, this show would not be possible without our awesome Local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Dusharms Pro, Foot Security 21, Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, and Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC. And, of course, the homies over at Tomahawk Shades, Manscaped, and Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Same promo code, all three websites, TomahawkShades.com. You get 25% off your order with promo code USP. Manscaped, to get 20% off free shipping and a big old thank you from your balls. And, of course, Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Get 10% off the 1-liter vodka bottles at statesidevodka.com with promo code USP. Must be 21 or older to order. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And, uh, again, we'll keep you guys updated with Underground Madness. And we announced a new Twitch morning show coming April 1st, the Pit Stop. Exclusively, twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi. Be sure to check that out once it rolls out. And uh, check out our catalog of podcasts as well. From the Outside the Box podcast to streamer season to uh, Fourth and Goal getting ready to revamp and get you set for the fantasy season. And uh, Unplug Shot Clock on Instagram with Richie and all of our shows and craziness. Steven Schneider being a professional golfer streaming on the Twitch channel as well. And uh, if you or somebody you know is a big golf fan, please hit us up in the DMs because we are looking for new hosts for the get in the whole podcast, uh, but this has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number three hundred and fifteen. For Harrison, I'm KB. We are signing off. Peace.